Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. The high school fan zone on the air tonight. It'll be at uh, 7 o'clock featuring teams and coaches from Friendship, Lubbock Cooper and Lubbock Liberty. Cooper? Liberty Cooper? Liberty Cooper. Liberty Cooper. Liberty Cooper. Yeah. Um, So we'll have all three of those schools uh, represented uh, tonight. High school football Friday night features uh, Coronado and Monterey. uh, Lowry Field from that. It'll be at 630 on 1077 Yes FM. At 630, it's uh, Lubbock Cooper playing at Tascosa at Dick Bivens Stadium. Rebels versus Pirates. That's kind of an interesting matchup there. Kind of a couple of nicknames there that are, you know, usually kind of outside the lines. Pirates and Rebels. The Pirates are going to put a hurt down on them. Yeah. And then uh, Odessa High and Friendship High will play over at Tiger Field, Tiger Stadium. And we'll have that game for you at 630 on Friday night here on Double T 97.3. Game one of the World Series will be Friday night, and we'll have it for you on Sunny 97.7. That'll be at 6.30 and first pitch a little after 7 on uh, Friday night. So that uh, is game one of the World Series. Rangers have the home field advantage. Uh, this from the Yates Flooring Center chat line. I got the connection for both the Rangers and Arizona. The working man season tickets. Also, Braves fans are used to having October letdowns, and I've got the scar tissue to prove it. Okay. Um. This from Dan in Dallas. I'm sure there will be late night starts in Arizona. Chuck, what do we do? Fall asleep in the chair with an alarm for the seventh inning? I need professional advice. Well, to be honest with you, last night I fell asleep um, and I woke up in time for the bottom of the ninth. (laughs) I'm not sure when I dropped off. I think it was probably about the seventh or so. Um, the, um, The Diamondbacks were leading. I remember that. And then it dropped off and then woke up and was like, okay, bottom of the ninth. Here we go. I imagine that they'll put these games in prime time across the They're board. They're all 7 o'clock yeah. Yeah. pitches. Yeah. So it'll just be like every other Rangers home game. Right. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, somebody says good game last night. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, somebody says this Astros lost their edge at home, especially at home. And Dusty is gone. Yeah. If Dusty Baker, if Dusty Baker does indeed retire and walks away, he's 74. Uh, he won a World Series as a player, lost two to the Yankees while playing for the Dodgers, 77-78. And then won a World Series as a manager, lost two, won with the Giants, and then won uh, with the Astros. How has uh, he remembered? He, do you think he's remembered in pretty good stead as a, as a, as a skipper, Jamie? Uh, yeah, I think everybody thinks highly of him. I mean, I think he did a great job. I think he's a perfect man for the job with the Astros coming off of what they came off of and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of needing everybody to, you know, not be so down on the Astros organization and everybody liked Dusty Baker. I feel like he was the perfect guy. Um, and I thought he did, thought he did a great job with that team. So, yeah, I definitely think that people will think highly of him. Okay. Um, he's known for a couple of firsts in baseball. Uh, one is... He's uh, acknowledged as the first player to do a high five. Okay. Okay. And then he's also 
they didn't do this prior because the championship series for baseball started with the 69 season uh, once they went into divisional play with the addition of the expansion teams. Um, he's also the first MVP of the National League Championship Series, and that was in 1977. Okay. They, didn't ha- they did not have that prior to 1977. So, also uh, first um, manager to, to go double wristbands okay. <laughs> and first manager to have to have his kid's life saved at home plate yes. in the World Series. <laughs> right, yeah, right. Scooped up right there. He was. He was. We almost saw him perish right in, right there in prime time. Yeah. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. He almost got. He almost got runned over right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that'd been. That'd have been bad. Little. Little Mister Baker. Mm-hmm. Um, so and then so then it'll be interesting to see how does that change the culture the makeup uh, of the Astros. Do they go? Do they go young? Do they go analytic? Do they? And they've got a bunch of you know guys that they're going to have to make decisions on as well. So I don't think they're dead in the water by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, they're a good franchise. I mean, they've they've shown that they can win, and obviously because they went into seven seven straight American League Championship Series. It's, that's, I mean, heck, it's hard to get to one, let alone seven straight. Yeah, I, I don't think there's going to be much drop-off at all with the Astros. I I, I, mean, I think they'll right be, be right back there competing for the – West Crown and a playoff berth again next year. Okay. Uh, so let me ask you this. Uh, who do you think has the edge, uh, the D-backs or the Rangers in the World Series? Um, I think I would lean towards the Rangers just because I think their offense is a little bit more explosive. Mm-hmm. Um, you need your big, you're your, the starting pitchers, you know, your top two guys that you really relied on. Last series in in Evaldi and Montgomery, you need them to be good again. Um, I feel like their depth is a little bit better in their starting rotation, but um, maybe your top end guys are a little bit better. So, but you can't swing and miss with Evaldi and and Montgomery. I mean, I feel like you would really have a hard time winning if that's the case. But I mean, maybe it's still possible. Again, you, I think you have the better offense. Yeah. No. I. I and. And then, uh, you know, from a, a pitching standpoint, I mean, you've, you're you going to have, I, I think I think Scherzer's kind of coming on. I mean, it, I realize he only went two and two-thirds the other night, but. Yeah, how would you use the term coming on? You would? I mean, I, I, mean, I expect him every time we see him now to maybe, you know, hope that he gets a little bit better. But mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen him twice in the postseason, neither time was. Stellar. I don't know how we could say he's coming on. Okay, he wasn't lights out, right? By any stretch of the imagination. I feel like maybe maybe he's um, gaining strength. Hopefully, yeah. Maybe Hopefully. He's, maybe he's. Good. How much of that game seven yank though was that it was game seven, and you had ample guys in the bullpen mm-hmm. ready to go that were going to be throwing anyway. But he wasn't killing it when he was. Out. No, he wasn't. At, did, by no means he was he throwing had a shorter dark. leash. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But. Would he have gone five if it hadn't been game seven? As opposed to the two and a half, the two and two thirds. Well, and here's the other thing, too, is you know that you wouldn't use Jordan Montgomery in a right in a regular in, in a in regular, regular game, season. right? In a regular game. So, I mean, you, you were it was obviously all hands on deck, you know, you know, there's no there's no tomorrow, all those all those great cliches, you know, everybody's available, but the previous night's starting pitcher, you know, and 
And even he might say, wow, I'm, you know, I'm, heck, even Madison Bumgarner. I can get you a batter. Yeah, I can get you an out. Even Madison Bumgarner, you know, offered himself up, you know. So um, I'm, I'm sure that uh, I'm sure that if Evaldi, if they said to him, hey, we need you for we need you for one. He's like, well, I, I got one. I can go get you one. You know, so anyway, uh, somebody says this and I'm not sure the number, but it says a number of sod poodles playing for the D-backs. Mm, that's cool. Okay. All right. Well, that's yeah, it's, that's that's pretty cool. I hope I I hope they're sad sod poodles um, when it all comes down to it. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know what a sad sod poodle looks like. I don't even know what a happy sod poodle looks like, but I don't necessarily want to find out what the happy one looks like. I'd rather the the doggy one look sad. <laughs> that would be my preference. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Good morning with Jamie Lent and Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. Uh, I saw this late last night, early this morning. I thought, well, I, this is maybe finally something I can agree with with regard to, to Deion Sanders. On, on one hand, it's like, okay, you got to tip your hat because he flipped his roster and they've had success. They've, they've, got, they've gotten, you know, Colorado on the map uh, again and... Uh, you know he has and his his staff. But, I saw um, that he got just like one of the top three or four quarterbacks in the country commit a couple of weeks ago too, or maybe just last week. Yeah, I mean I think he can. He's I think pretty good salesman and uh, recruiter and motivator, and you know now can can they sustain that? But um, he was asked about the uh, Michigan situation with the stealing of the signs, and uh, he told uh, reporters in Boulder this yesterday. He said, I, "I don't know how accurate that stuff is." I mean, everybody's trying to get an edge. Everybody's trying to get an edge wherever they can. You can have someone's whole game plan. They could mail it to you. You still got to stop it. <laughs> he's, he's not wrong. Um, you know. Uh, I, yeah, I would I would definitely agree with what he's saying, but at, at the same time, it doesn't make it right if they're breaking the rules. Sure. No, no. I mean, it, he, he said, this is what he said. He said, in football, it's not as pronounced as baseball. If I know a curveball is coming, I got you. With football, I don't give a darn. If you have a sweep, is, if you know a sweep is coming, you've still got to stop it. It's a physical game. You've got to stop it. So that's a little tough. I don't buy into a lot of this stuff that someone's stealing this, stealing that. I don't buy into a lot of that. You've still got to play the game. Um, and while in-game steal, sign stealing is not prohibited uh, by the NCAA, um, the use of electronics like a, an iPhone, like is being alleged in this case with Michigan, um, or going to games and in-person advanced scouting, um, that's prohibited. And I don't, I really don't understand that, why, why you wouldn't be able to go um, to an opponent's stadium. That, se- that seems silly to me because high school coaches do this all the time. I know. Professional coaches do this all the time. I mean... It just it seems silly to me that you wouldn't be able to send somebody with the, with the amount of money that's on the line, with the resources that are available. Why why somebody from here wouldn't be able to send somebody to Baylor or Baylor to here or vice versa? Not that you have to put them up in the press box and give them a nice seat and the best binoculars in the world and feed them and wine them and dine them. But if they want to buy a ticket and go in there and scratch stuff down in the stands, so yeah, be it, right? As long as they're not using the electronic media. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or the electronic you know device to to record it yeah i i kind of feel the same way 
at the same time, if there's a rule against it, um, you have to live with the rules there. But that just seems crazy to me. It it really does. And you're absolutely right, Chucky. I mean, you see high school coaches all the time and, and, you know, up there in the booth sitting there watching and and scouting their next opponent or whatever. And it's – you wonder, and, and you just wonder why the why college football doesn't allow it. Yeah, I mean they're they're, they're wearing their colors, or they, mm-hmm. you know, they send the they don't hide who they are or mm-mm. anything like that. You know, or the, in some cases, probably at you know lower levels where they where, the, where they don't have endless number of people working, they probably send to the the, the fifth string quarterback's dad who played you know high school football for you know. I think a lot of times it's middle school coaches. Or sure. Something like yeah. That. Yeah. yeah. The, that have some kind of connection, right? All right. Today you're going over to Sweetwater. <laughs> okay. Go down there and scout the Mustangs. Watch out for the rattlesnakes. They give you some Frito pie. May not be may not be good for you. Might be laced with something, so be careful. Take your own snacks. <laughs> okay. That's what the coach would say. <clears throat> You know, Coach Mack, you know, or somebody like that. Yeah. Coach Mack, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. Coach Mack. Okay, Coach. Uh, Steven says this. Those seem like dated rules. What's the difference between just looking at their signs on film? Yeah, no, I, not that, well, they're not necessarily showing their signs on the film. You know, it's not, because <laughs> they have all those cardboard things that, you know, with the, all the fancy decorations on them. I, mm-hmm. I'm sometimes... I sometimes wonder, and I look, I never played high school or college football. So the speed of the game, you know, from, from one level, you know, obviously from peewee to, to middle school to high school to college, it, it, it ratches it up with each one. But I've, I've often wondered if the players on the field, when they look over there, if they actually understand all the hieroglyphics. You know, do the, I'm sure somebody does. But I'm sure some of those guys are like going, I don't know what the hell's going on here, but I'm just going to try to hit the guy in front of me. Um, I'm not going to say that all of them uh, understand it perfectly mm-hmm. every single time. I'm sure there's some confusion. Mm-hmm. But I would bet the large majority that uh, on every play that they do. Okay. Otherwise, I think there'd be more breakdowns. Mm-hmm. Well, that's That's part of what I see with – I just wonder, this This is what I wonder out loud. I, I think they spend a lot of time making sure they know the plays. I know, but man, some of those things are pretty intricate. You know, it's like, you know, they've got the they've got the guy, you know, they've got the Mario wearing the hat and they've got the the pretty girl and they've got the, you know, the guy wearing the, holding the briefcase and they've got the, you know, you know, the question mark and the, you know, the, the Joker and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And <laughs> it's just like, okay, does everybody... Does everybody understand? Because you have to look at that and boom, pick it up like in a split second. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking about attention spans, you know, and things like those, that. Those college athletes, they, I mean, they they make them work. Oh, no, there. they're smart people. I get it. I, I get they it. They make them, you I get know, it. put in the time, learning mm-hmm. the plays and all that good stuff. Yeah, I, uh-huh. I get it. I, I get it. Yeah. Uh, Are you, though, from the age of like the 70s and mm-hmm. 60s baseball player where it's, 70s, you know, yeah. ears, nose, Mm-hmm. Shoulder, uh, the clap, and eight, eighteen different gestures. I always got confused by that. I was never a good enough hitter for anybody to give me signs. Right, okay, just... isn't that what they were doing there? Yeah, just that knowing what a picture is makes it easier because you I, know what picture to look. I, I don't know. I mean, you can, you, can, you look over there and you see all the, you see this like flash of stuff, and then and the coaches like going, and you're like, I'm confused. 
I wouldn't. I would. I probably wouldn't have been a very good person to probably have to analyze that stuff or to retain that stuff. That'd be that'd been my guess. That would have been a problem. <laughs> that would have been a problem. We've been going the we've been going the wrong way. You yeah, man playing zone defense when they were in man and thought you had safety help and you sure, didn't. Right, and you were supposed to. Coach, blitz. I thought the I thought the safety was going to cover over here, but you know, yeah. no. That's why we're all such better offensive coordinators than defensive coordinators. Just throw the ball down the field. Run the ball and <laughs> hand it off, you know. Why is he sweeping? Jet sweep, you know. What's the X doing? What's the Y? What's the Z? Nobody says that. I know. I'm just I'm just I'm I'm just kind of spoofing a little bit. Six forty this morning on Lubbock Sports Station, double T ninety seven three. If you were one of those guys and uh, you understood it, then raise your hand. If you didn't understand it, then raise your other hand. The stand sports cards history is next. Are you there? Huh? The cards are you right there. <laughs> the, the cards. <laughs> your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T ninety seven three, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. If K-State beat Houston by more than 18 points. Um, I would not be. I just think the Houston offense is, is better than, uh, than what, than well, what K-State I, faced well, last week. Well, here we go. Mm-hmm. TCU beat Houston, right? I believe so. Yes, mm-hmm. they did. Mm-hmm. And K State just beat TCU by thirty-eight. Right. I, I again, I, I understand that. I understand that K State's coming off of a beatdown, epic proportions over TCU. But yeah, um, I mean, I, I don't know that, that good. I just don't know that there's an outcome in the Big Twelve this year that I would I'm be surprised by anymore. So with you, Jeff. So with you. There's a little Super yeah. Mario for you. Yeah. He needs to have, uh, maybe he needs to have a little music box. Maybe I could be his musical, like behind him at Halloween when he's knocking on the door. And have hey, you that, know all the words. That. <laughs> West Virginia plays uh, UCF. BYU is at Texas. Texas favored by 17 and a half with a fresh quarterback. Iowa State's at Baylor and Cincinnati, as I said, is at Oklahoma State. No Red Raiders. We'll uh, talk a little Red Raider uh, football next here this morning. On the morning drive. Seven three. Seven fifteen this morning on the morning drive. Good morning with Jamie Lent and Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. Kind of just uh, moseying through the morning. And it's kind of you know it's kind of a it was a little bit of a dreary you know start to the day just with the wet weather. Maybe you know, the sun will come out at some point in time, but you know just kind of. Kind of moseying, moseying through the morning. <clears throat> That's okay. No, yeah, right. No, mm-hmm. no big kind of huge breakdown of the football team because you're off this week. Because it's already broken. We don't need to break it down anymore. Let me. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's. I don't know, man. I still am holding out hope that you can make a bowl game if yeah. Morton can be healthy, but it's you know you're you're talking about the Big Twelve games this week, Chuck. Mm-hmm. Like, this is where I, like, is, because, you know, I love my team so much, and when they're struggling or whatever, the whole nothing tastes good, nothing Mm -hmm. seems funny, whatever. Like, 
watching other Big 12 games this weekend will just make me depressed. I'm sure I will watch some. Mm-hmm. Got some time, and so I'm sure I'll be sitting in front of the TV and I'll watch some. But, like, unless there's a team that I hate that's um, losing, I probably won't watch it. Okay. <laughs> you know, like uh, Texas and BYU. If I turn the TV on and Texas is up 14, five minutes in the game, I'm like, out on that one, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Though, I mean, I think the most intriguing game for me this weekend is Baylor and Iowa State because I think that's a pretty even matchup. Um, I think the rest of them are, I mean, I think K-State rolls. I think Oklahoma rolls. I think, I, I don't know, West Virginia UCF. Yeah, I, I, that's kind of what I'm, like, kinda, I'm intrigued by that game. So it's like the second week in a row where I've mm-hmm. been really intrigued by the back end because we can't figure out even who's the worst team in the conference because there's so many just not good teams in this conference. Mm-hmm. But that well, one's intriguing to me. You know what they say? If you don't, if your group of friends are all together and you can't figure out which one is the dumbest, you're the dumbest. You're the dumbest. (laughs) Maybe we're the worst team in the Big Twelve. I'd like to be angry with you, but you're probably there's probably some. I don't know. Maybe there's some sense to what you're saying there. I don't know. It's just I hate to be that poor sport pouty guy, but it's just like man, I can't even enjoy watching Big Twelve football because it just makes me feel bad about what's going on with the Red Raiders. So let, let me ask you this: You're you're three and five. You're off this week. Play next week against TCU Thursday night game. How how do you salvage the season? You can get to a bowl game. Yeah, that's the only way. Yeah, three letters. W I N. Yeah, no, I, and you've got to do it all. You yeah. you've got to do that at least three times. You've gotten rid of all of your. Uh, and don't. Cushion. You've gotten rid of all of your opportunities to mess up. You are. You're not on your last straw, mm-hmm. but you can see it from here. The yeah. the light at the end of the tunnel is as far away as it can be with you still being able to see it. And beating Texas the last game of the season will not do it unless you make a bowl game. Yeah. For me, at least. So, like, so let's let's just let's dare to dream a little bit. So, if you won your last four, let's say you win your last four. Are you going to say to yourself uh, at the end of that, man, that was awesome, way to finish out strong, way to kind of pull yourself up by the bootstraps, or are you going to say, where has this team been all year? Where has this team been all year? Probably both. Probably both. All right, let me ask you this. I mean, I, I am not – like, I don't – I don't harbor any anger or real frustration over last weekend. It's just disappointment knowing that we had no chance with yeah. such an inexperienced quarterback. You know, I, I, there's, I'm not blaming anybody. I'm not angry or whatever. Now, other games this year, you know, there's plenty of blame. It feels like, but I, it's just kind of bad luck. It is what it is. I mean, and and it's bad luck for where it's built up. Where it's like, why in the world? I mean, can we not keep a quarterback healthy? It's yeah. nobody's fault. In my opinion, it's just bad luck. Sure, but it's but over it's, and it's, over and over, and it's it, not just one. We no. can't keep two of them healthy. Yeah, I mean, this is what third year in a row you've played all three quarterbacks. It just makes you wonder. Okay, what is it the is it the style of play? Is it the type of quarterback? I don't believe that. I is don't it, believe that. Is it is it just bad luck? I think it's just bad luck. And when 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 does that bad luck end? A great question. I mean, and how how do you how do you how do you end it? Um, so, 
of the of the five losses, which which game would you like to replay first, second, third? Does it just start with the first game that you'd like to replay uh, Wyoming? Oh, West Virginia would be first for me. West Virginia would be first for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where are we? I thought just ahead of. I don't know. We got punched in the mouth. We lost our quarterback, and then we lost our mind with our play calling. I, I do. You think the season is different if you beat Wyoming? I mean, I realize it is because you have, would have another win, but does that help you with the Oregon game? No. Okay. Would you? You didn't play bad against Oregon. I know. Yeah, you played really well. Yeah. Your quarterback turned the ball over a bunch. Mm-hmm. Especially at the end. I mean, I'd like to have the I'd like to have the play call uh, back. Which one? I'd like to punt the ball on fourth and three from your own thirty-three, or fourth and two from your own thirty-three. I like to punt the ball there. I don't even remember that. Remember they went for it and we got stuffed and, and they had a short field and we ended, they ended we ended up forcing them to punt, but I still would like to it's, field goal. Field goal. So field goal. You're not even punting from your thir- from their thirty. 30- no, no, from our own thirty-three. Right, and we went for it and missed. Right. So that you're on the like, let's just say you're on the forty. Yeah. Okay. They, you're they, not punting from they, their forty. They, they went down and scored a field goal. But yeah. you feel yeah. like that was the difference in the game, not not the fact that our quarterback couldn't stop throwing it to the other team. Oh no, I just thought that with that. I, if you were at, sure, sure, especially there at the end when you still had a still had a chance to win and the quarterback threw it right to the guy. Um. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to have because here's the other thing: if you beat Oregon, man, that stadium was just absolutely rocking. And is that how does that how does that translate? Kind of moving moving forward. I mean, I realize you won the next week. You played Tarleton State. Whoop de doo. And then you know after that, hey, don't poo poo that one. That was a win. <laughs> I'm, I'm, we don't have a lot of those to poo poo right now. <clears throat> it, it. I would like to have the West Virginia game back. Um, I'd like to play that again. It's in certain aspects with an obviously with a different strategy. Um, and then I'd really like to know like what we all know about K state. It's like, um, man, can we, can we drop the defense just a little bit better? <laughs> Goodness. Again, I, I don't, I don't think you lost the game because your defense. No. I, I mean, you, through three picks in the second half when you had a lead mm-hmm. continuously put the defense in a bad spot yeah. and I, that's on the offense no, I mean, the, some, whole, the whole mess of the season is on the offense somebody sure brings it's up, not special teams it's not the defense it's the offense yeah more so than not absolutely uh, a couple people brought up the turf I don't know if the turf I don't know if the turf makes it I don't think that's why you had quarterbacks getting injured but it just seems really, really weird. Uh, this, it's running. It's not bad luck running your quarterback many times early. Heck, there's been times when the quarterbacks ran and not even touched and, you know, gotten hurt. I mean, did Tyler Shuck break his ankle because he was running? No, he was in the backfield. He stepped into a pass. Yeah, just, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess technically on the play before is where he injured it. Okay, yeah. that's one scenario where that that's fair. Mm-hmm. That's totally fair. That's totally fair. I mean, Baron Morton was scrambling, getting out of trouble when he got speared in the back last mm-hmm. week, or against Kansas State. I mean, th- that wasn't a run play. 
I mean, we've seen it over the years over and over again where, I mean, Tyler the first year hurt himself just diving into the end zone all by himself. He never even got hit. Yeah. And it's just been bad luck. I don't know. It's probably a lot of all those things. I mean, you do run your quarterbacks more, I mean, in college football than you used to. And you, you know, they're, they take on more hits. Probably you can factor in that defensive players are bigger, faster, stronger, all the above mm-hmm. now, and that probably factors in as well. All those things probably factor in, but I don't know. It just feels like we've had some really bad luck. Sure seems like you've had a run. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Time now for Jamie's question of the day. Brought to you by someone not named Jamie. And that person not named Jamie is named Jeff today. I'm fully out of questions at this point. <laughs> yeah, exa- well, hopefully you've got I some answers. I just need here. answers. You're, I don't have any questions. You're exhausted. Um, in sports, we're all a little superstitious. Mm-hmm. You know, lucky jerseys, lucky socks, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Whether it be the sports gods that you play the game the right way and they take care of you. If you don't play the game the right way, they look down on you. It's a little superstitious. So this is a two-part question. The first question, do you believe in curses in sports? <laughs> I think I'm going to go with no. Yeah, I think I'll go with no, too. So you don't, I don't either. Um, but for the sake of this conversation, we need to use our imagination for this. Because if you are truly sports cursed, you've got to find a way to break that curse. And take a billy goat into a bar in Lubbock or something? If that's what you think caused it, because that's where this question derives from. How do you break? What if we just took Chris curse? Level into a bar? <laughs> well, I mean, he's a goat, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. There you go. How would you break a sports curse? What would be your first <laughs> couple of steps to figure it out? <laughs> Throw know. salt over your shoulder? Okay. Do you have to go get a bucket of chicken and, you know, use the bones to make a thing and whatever it may be? Like, how do you break that sports curse? Because I don't think they exist. I think bad play happens. And I think if you don't do things the right way, it leads to bad play, which makes bad things happen. Do you think the Rangers are cursed? No. Okay. I don't believe in curses. I don't think anybody's cursed. But for breaking a sports curse, Mm -hmm. it feels like you need a sports answer. The Cowboys could go to Patrick Mahomes and say, Jerry's going to give you the team. You want to own a team. Here's the Cowboys. Come play for us. Jerry's never going to give him the team. Has anybody said the Cowboys are cursed? No, I guess not. Yeah, we just fully full on admit they have underperformed or mm-hmm. have drafted poorly or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, which is what I think, you know, the Red Sox and the Cubs, I don't really believe that in their curse that they've obviously broken. I, I just think that they did a poor job of putting together teams and performing when they needed to for a long, long time. Um, uh I mean, if you're suggesting that Texas Tech football has a curse right now of because their quarterbacks keep getting injured, I mean, um, 
I don't think that we should like sacrifice a redshirt freshman or anything at any point. No, no, I don't think sacri- <laughs> sacrificing, you know, that's why I said a, a bucket of chicken. Should tear down it's Junk Stadium and start over. I mean, I, you know, so we've done a pretty good job of that so far. Do you completely disinfect a locker room from the top down Dis- chemical spray? <laughs> disinfect. To make, like, whatever the curse maybe, may be. Maybe we, maybe we change the clothing brand. I think most things feel like oh. that's going to fix everything. Oh, yeah, so, right, yeah. yeah. There's a thought. Yeah, we're going to get all brand new jerseys all for every sport across the way. Yeah, the Adidas is going to is going to fix everything. Do you, do you change shoes? Like the, your current cleats, you go different, completely different color. Do you get? Do you go from long socks to shorts? Oh, we changed short? those already. Somebody wants to put the fox back in the stadium. Yeah. I didn't know the fox had left. And this doesn't have to be about tech. I don't I mean, think he stays in the stadium, does he? I mean, has anybody seen the fox lately? We have not seen seen the. I haven't seen him in a couple of years. Yeah, I feel like yeah. The last I heard about the 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 fox was that he was captured and released in a better area. Oh, so that he wouldn't be running around the stadium anymore. Yeah, that makes sense. No, Maybe okay. we should go capture and bring him back. Because <clears throat> everybody says there's a curse. Okay, great. Whatever the curse may be, whether it be the curse of the Bambino or whatever, how do you break? Somebody What's the, the next step? Somebody in the chat line, this is really good. This is really good. To be fair, we're kind of sacrificing Jake Strong. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> We've kind of thrown him to the wolves, so to speak. <laughs> that is actually pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Poor kid. Um, man, Jeff, I don't even know that I can come up with an answer for you. I, I don't know if... Um, burning jerseys or changing shoes or anything like that would uh i don't think i want our um coaching staff to have a seance or uh go see a witch doctor Mm -hmm. anything like that i uh how do you how do you end a curse i don't know play better i don't know go get ourselves a Curandera, you know. A uh, who? Curandera. That's the. What about the thing where you take uh, Liz is here? She can help me out. Where you take the eggs and you rub them on the bottom of your feet or whatever? <laughs> yeah, as some folks do, right? Yeah. Yeah. Can, She's can we just do that? With, with she our, apparently knows what it is, but she won't tell. Yeah. Them. Can you we know. do that with our tech football uh, tech quarterbacks? Just rub some eggs on their feet so they'll still hate. Does that work? Stay yes. healthy. Yes, and on the face too. On the face, on too. the face. Yeah. Okay. That's that's what we're gonna do. Well, maybe. We'll, hey, we'll do that. Hey, hey, who's we? I'm not going to do it. You, you go. You go tell Coach McGuire. Hey, I'm coming over today. Get your quarterbacks ready. I got. I got some a, eggs. I'm gonna rub some eggs on them. Do you Do you have to break them or just can you just just? Well, I, I bet you he'd be up for that. I bet you if we took a dozen eggs over there and said stop saying we. I bet you if I took a dozen <laughs> eggs over there. It's he a, would think you're even more of a crazy man than he already no, thinks he, you are. He, I think he would love that. I, I might, maybe I'll do that. I'm not going to the next coach's show because it's Halloween. I'm going to go trick or treating with the boys. Um, but maybe I'll well, maybe I'll for slide, letting us know. You bet. Maybe I'll slide by. Maybe I'll slide by, and uh, say, hey, here's a dozen eggs. Rub them on on Baron's head, on his face, and uh, mm-hmm. that'll that'll fix him. And then Jake Strong as well. And then for good measure, uh, Duran Bradley and <laughs> and uh, 
Rusty Stats and and Steve Linton and others. Somebody okay. says uh, we already have egg on our face. <laughs> uh, somebody says just win? Question mark. Yeah, I'm with that guy, but the problem is we're not winning enough. Yeah. <clears throat> Maybe we just need Chuck and the Colony to dance around a campfire praying to the sports gods. <laughs> yes. Sure. That... No, no cameras, please. No cameras, no drones. A, I don't have a fire pit. <laughs> this is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Good morning with Jamie Lent and Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. We come to you from the first United Bank studio here in downtown Lubbock. And look forward to hearing from you on the Yates Flooring Center chat line and also the Visual Edge IT hotline. High School Fan Zone tonight featuring coaches from Friendship, Lubbock Cooper, and Liberty Cooper tonight. That'll be from 7 until 8.30 this evening. Uh, tomorrow, Thursday night football, the Buccaneers playing at the Buffalo Bills. That's a 6.30 broadcast time, 7 o'clock-ish uh, kick. From uh, Buffalo, you feeling you feeling like the Bills are? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of the way it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's too bad. Um, we'll have uh, high school football Friday night. Lots of games. So just uh, stay tuned. Okay. And Friday night live. Friday night after after the ball game. All right. Uh, basketball season. It's not officially beginning, but it's beginning this weekend. Lady Raiders have an exhibition game at home on Saturday with proceeds going to Maui for the fires that took place. And the Lady Raiders will be playing uh, in Hawaii this uh, this December against a couple of teams, Oregon State and Tulsa. And then on Sunday, the Red Raider basketball team is on the road at, uh, at Denton. It'll be familiar territory for Grant McCaslin because he used to coach in that arena with uh, North Texas as Texas Tech takes on Texas A&M. And, you know, I was look, kind of looking at the schedule going, man, this might this might be the best game <laughs> of the non-conference, at least in these here United States, although uh, you could make a case for playing at Butler uh, at Hinkle Fieldhouse would be, oh, that's good. Would be, a, would be a, a great non-conference game and a, a big East battle. Uh, they'll play in uh, the Bahamas against uh, Villanova uh, for one of the games. Game two is to be determined, but uh, those are... That's yeah, the a, key thing that you mentioned there um, with those two games was not in Lubbock. Not in Lubbock, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe the maybe the featured non-conference uh, regular season game uh, for the Red Raiders would be uh, against um, Oral Roberts on December the 12th. That'll be here in Lubbock at United Supermarkets Arena. Man, nothing gets my juices going like playing vocal Bob. Well, when that's you... gonna be a barn burner. Okay, you gotta throw the records out when those two teams play. <laughs> okay, Mr. Sarcasm. I was just trying to. I, but it's all fair. I, it, yeah, I was just trying to. I was just trying to hi- highlight a little bit. But, but it you're is. right. But it is. It is. It's probably. I mean, and yes, they've been a tournament team and all that good stuff. Here's the. I guess here's the thing. I look at you know because the. This um, this game on on Sunday for the Red Raiders uh, against Texas A and M at it's at four thirty on Sunday afternoon. It is also a fundraiser for Maui. Um, but man, just just think if they'd have played that game here, you'd have sold that damn thing out. 
I would guess so. I'm not sure you would have sold it out at, in College Station. Um, because, it, But who knows? Maybe with how their football season is going, they'd be like, yeah, give us a distraction. Well, I think the reason it sells out is because it's not because our football team's struggling. It's be, it would sell out here because we all hate the Aggies. Yes, so that's what that's, that was my point. That was okay. Well, that was you, my point. It made my, it sound like it was about their football. Oh team no, down there, there, down yeah. down there. I, I think they prob they might not be as excited about it because they don't. At least they'll tell you they don't hate us as much as we hate them. Yeah, it's hard, hard to hard to, little brother to them. And yeah, so it's not that big of a deal to them. Right. That's what they would tell you, but but any rate, I mean they're gonna they're gonna play this game on on Sunday, and it'll give, and, and they've had another exhibition game they played UTEP, but I don't that was closed, and 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 with these closed scrimmages, sometimes they have game scenarios that each coach wants to set up and see how their team does, so mm-hmm. it's not necessarily a full kind of. It's not 40, a game. It's yeah, it's, it's a game Very within a scrimmage. Yeah, it's a game within a game too. It's funny. I heard rum- rumors going both ways in that game. Yes, yes. That yes. Tech looked really good, and I also from somebody differently heard that they got blown out. Yeah. <laughs> so take that with a grain of salt. All right. So here is uh, Grant McCaslin from yesterday. He's the head coach of the Red Raider basketball team. Uh, he was asked about what he wants to get out of this exhibition against Texas A&M. Well, yeah, like you said, being healthy. I, I, I honestly, I've looked at it myself, like trying to evaluate, like how, how do we want to do this, right? Do we do we want to do we want to try to play lineups and try to play matchups and try to see, learn more about our team? And you know, there's a difference in these exhibitions. You can like, hey, I'm going to play as many guys as we can to try to get a feel, or are we going to try to just play this game to ultimately give us the best chance to win? And I think we'll we'll merge the two, right? I think we'll try to give some different lineups over the course of the game, but when we get to the end of it I think it'll be real specific and how do we how do we win this basketball game so I I think the focus is let's let's keep identifying you know different lineups and try to make sure we give a good look and then when you get to the end let's put let's put those guys out there we feel like give us the best chance to win I got a suggestion for coach McCaslin okay okay I know he's been a Red Raider coach previous to this Okay, and he's only, but he's only been back on campus for a short time. Mm-hmm. Okay, you want to make the Red Raider fans like you? Beat the Aggies. Beat the Aggies. Okay. okay. <laughs> Coach, you can you know tweak your lineups and do all of that, but beat the Aggies. Tell you what, well, you know what? I know it's exhibition <laughs> and all that, but Tech fans that see what goes on. Mm-hmm. Okay, if. They feel like we had a chance to win and we didn't win. Mm-hmm. They're going to be frustrated. Right. With the, I, I don't care if it's an exhibition game. Beat the Aggies. Beat the Aggies. Okay. I'll tell you what. Would you scribble out a note for him on that? And when I'm dropping off eggs over at football to rub on uh, for Coach McGuire to rub on Baron Morton's face, you, I'll take a note over to the Womble and drop that off for Coach McCaslin. Mm-hmm. No, I yes. won't. You won't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I have to scribble a note? I mean, I just told him on the airwaves. I mean, people oh, sure. are not to listen. He's got, his ear, he's got his ear right next to the radio I right mean, now. I mean, even if yeah. he's coaching right now, I mean, go to the podcast page. Oh, sure, that's what he'll do. Yeah. Right. Right. The on-demand yeah. page. What did Jamie have to say at 8 o'clock on or Wednesday? Or any one of his assistants who's listening to us right now. Well, he's got now. 24 of them, so, I mean. <laughs> could, be, got, we'll, could tell him, hey, coach. <laughs> yes. I know got, the roster sheet, it's like. 
I mean, the players are in red jerseys, and right. the coaches are in black polos. Right. And there's 24 of those guys. <laughs> 24. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's there's 14 guys in jerseys. How many uh, coaches are on the football staff? Uh, I'm sure. Uh, look, I mean, I don't think there's. Hey, they have a hundred players. <laughs> they have 120. Hundred yeah. players. These guys have 14. There's. 24 of these folks. I mean, that's a that's a boatload right there. <laughs> All right, a couple more things from Coach McCaslin. Yeah, like an arc-sized boat. Yeah, a couple more things. Well, two by two, right? Not a paddle boat. <laughs> this has been the Morning Drive Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at double T 97.3.com.